Hi there, I'm Mara. And I'm Ravi. Thanks for joining us today on Torah Time. We love learning Torah together, and we're excited to learn with you. Ema, last night I had a terrible dream. I dreamed I ate a giant marshmallow. Well, that doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, but when I woke up, my pillow was gone. Ravi, that wasn't my dream joke. But you're still the chavruta of my dreams. Now, let's take a look at Parashat Vayetze. In last week's Parsha, Yaakov's twin brother Esav got angry with him. Yaakov disguised himself as Esav, went to their father Yitzchak, and got the blessing that was meant for Esav. Esav was angry, so angry that he decided to kill Yaakov. So their mother Rivka told Yaakov to run far away. So this week in Parashat Vayetze, Yaakov is running away. He's traveling to the home of his uncle Lavan. And one day on his travels, the sun sets and Yaakov lies down to sleep and he begins to dream. We're going to hear the words of the Torah now. It's okay if you don't understand them all. Just close your eyes and listen. Unless you're dreaming. Then you can't close your eyes because they're already closed. Ready? We're in the first Aliyah. Vayachalam vehine sulam mutzav artsa verosho magia hashamayma vehine malache elohim olim veyordim bo vehine adonai nitzav Alav Vayomar Ani Adonai Elohe Avraham Avicha Velohe Yitzchak Haaretz Asher Ata Shochev Aleha Lecha Etnena Ulazarecha. Yaakov dreamed, and behold, there was a ladder standing on the ground and its head reached the heavens. And behold, angels of God were going up and down on it. And behold, God stood there and said, I am the Lord, God of your father Abraham and God of Yitzchak. This land where you are sleeping, I will give it to you and your children. Ravi, what do you think is the meaning of the angels on the ladder? Do they somehow connect to God's message? Maybe like angels are like the kids going like in and out and in and out, like more kids coming in, and then when they die, their kids coming in. Oh, you mean like these are representing the people that will eventually be in Yaakov's family? Yeah, like angels won't be in his family, but like the angels are representing like his kids and his kids' kids and his kids' 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 kids. Oh, so because the angels are going up and going down. Which is like going in and then going out because they die. Interesting. So maybe it connects to God's message because these these angels are sort of illustrating exactly what it is that God is talking about in terms of this land and, and giving the land to not only to Yaakov, but to Yaakov's children and all of the and all of the next generations. Yes. Ravi, what do you notice about the direction of the angels on this ladder? They're going up and down. They're going up and down. That seems kind of curious to me. 
Well, I'm wondering if up and down has anything to do with like going in and then going out. Like going down to the land and then coming back up the ladder. Out of the land. Out of the land. Well, not surprisingly, you again are noticing the same thing that Rashi noticed, actually. Rashi sees this as well. And there's actually a Midrash that talks about how the angels going up were sort of done with their job. And then they said, tag your it to the angels that were coming down because then they were going to go with Yaakov on the next part of his journey. And then they'd stop and go and go tag your it. So it's a really cool idea that the going up and down on the ladder has to do with, it's almost like a a parallel to what Yaakov's journey is going to be in and in and out, right? Up and down and in and out. Let's take a look at how God introduces God's self and if that helps us understand things a little bit. How does God make this introduction to Yaakov? Uh, God says, I'm the Lord God of your father, Avraham, and God of Yitzchak. Yeah, God doesn't just say, I am God and stop there. God brings or else, in... Because then Yaakov would be confused, like, who are you? Get out of here. You're <laughs> interrupting my sleep. <laughs> right? You're interrupting my... I don't know who you are. I don't have a relationship with you. What's going on here? Like, why do you need to be here? Like, let me be. Why do you need to be here? Yeah, but why does God need to be here right now? To say to Yaakov, this land where you're sleeping, I will give to you and your children... Right, and how does that connect back to Yaakov's relatives of his father Yitzchak and his grandfather Avraham? Uh, God probably also talked to Yitzchak and Avraham. Yeah, do you remember back the promise that God made with Avraham? God said to Avraham, look at the stars, that's how many children you'll have, like count the stars, which is impossible because he was like 99 years old. Right, and when we learned that together, I remember you saying, that's strange. I can't imagine that Abraham is going to believe what God is saying. And maybe showing the stars in the sky was a was another illustration of or a picture of what this promise was going to be. Because you said there, Abraham was probably going to be like, "What are you talking about? I can't. I can't imagine that." This I don't is even really have a be child true. yet, and I'm 99 years old. And here too, you're saying Yaakov is also going to be sort of in disbelief about, is this really going to happen? Can I really believe what God is telling me? Well, they're both in disbelief. Like, Avraham was like, how can I have all these children? And Yaakov is like, how can I get this land? I'm just a simple kid. You're imagining that maybe it would be, it would be really hard for each of them to have believed what God was saying. Yes. God's been an important part of this family relationship. And even if... Yaakov hasn't had that experience yet. His father and his father's dad has. Right. And maybe maybe God wants Yaakov to know, I'm not coming out of nowhere. I, I have a history with your family. When Yaakov wakes up, I think he says what's an amazing, amazing thing. He says, surely God is in this place, but I, I, I didn't know it. What do you think that means? I guess it means that God can be anywhere and you might not need to know it, but for extra support. The God is there for extra support? Mm-hmm. Do you think Yaakov needs that support at this time? Yes. Have you ever been in a place where you felt God's presence like this? No. Have you? Have I? It's a great question. When 
each of you, my kids, were born, as soon as you were born, I had this overwhelming feeling like God must be here right now with me, with Abba, with this new baby, because I just can't explain it any other way. Have you ever had an experience like that where you felt like somehow God was with you or God was in that place? I feel like I remember I was once playing a video game and it was really hard. And I got past it very, like, like nearly. Like, I almost got hit by something. And I thought, thank the Lord. I imagine God might like to play video games, too. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. So you had this almost didn't get to the thing that you were really hoping for. Well, I did. Oh, but you did. I did. But almost not. But almost not. Right. I almost got hit. It, like, skimmed me. It was like... Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a kind of a place where you can imagine where it might be easier to feel God's presence? I don't know. Some people will say like shul. Grampy once taught me something really interesting. He taught me that spiritual experiences, right, feeling close to God, those things don't just happen to you. You don't just show up in a place and then boom, you feel connected to God. Spiritual experiences happen because of you. It's like you have to be open enough or... You have to be you. You have to be you. You have to be You have to be ready for it. You have to be ready to notice it. So sometimes people come to shul and sit down and are like, okay, God, like now I can feel God's presence because I'm just sitting here in shul. Doing nothing. But if you're not doing anything, then maybe you don't feel that, maybe you don't feel that connection. Yeah. Wow, Ravi, I loved learning with you today. And we can talk more about the Parsha with the rest of our family over Shabbat. What do you think we should ask everyone at our Shabbat table? Why it says that the angels went up then down instead of saying they went down then up. Hmm. Thank you so much for being a part of our Torah time. Join us next week for Parshat Vayeshlach. Until next Torah time. <laughs>